and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today is episode 140 and we're continuing our series of looking through every Premier League club and rebuilding their side for the 23-24 season. Today's episode is all about West Ham, the Conference League winners. 14th place in the Premier League last season though. A very disappointing campaign on that front, obviously though remedied with a big European trophy at the end of the campaign. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Right? A very mixed season. I don't know if I've ever seen a team win a European trophy from 14th in their domestic league, but yeah, yeah. It, it it shows that they still West Ham still are a good side. They just had a really poor campaign. They did. I think. Well, I don't know. I think this is it easier though to to go find the Europa League because it is yeah. a knockout competition. I it think... only relies on turning up on mm. the day. And in the league, they don't have the best depth. They don't have great form. I think, but it doesn't matter in Europe. I think they've proven in Europe, but also at times in the Premier League, that they turn up for games. They just they just weren't very consistent. Look to the Arsenal mm. game at the London Stadium, which they should have won. But they turned up that game and got a big point against a, you know, a title challenger. They yeah. turned up for a few games this year, and that's why they didn't get relegated. But no, I don't think they're ever I mean, really that, in danger. They're a good side. to their European success. But they are going through a big transitional period yeah. now because they're losing one very, very important piece of their weird jigsaw. He's a giant one, there's those little ones on the outside. Yeah. So there's going to be a big gap in their puzzle. We're going to talk about how to remedy that, how to solve that issue today, and then look at how you can invest that money elsewhere in the squad to improve the side. So we'll start as we always do with these videos with the contract situation. Now, 2023 only has one contract expiration for West Ham, and that is Manuel Lanzini. I don't think you can doubt that Lanzini has been has contributed a lot for West Ham over the last few years, but I would agree that it's now time for him to move on. Yeah, he's been around he's he's been at West Ham for quite a while. And they do, you know, they've got other, they've got four nails and other players that can play in his position. Yeah, and he is very replaceable, even if you do want to bring someone in. Yeah, like, and I think he's good. He's just not. He, he's he not is a good brilliant. player. Yeah, he is a good player. He's had some good seasons, but he is now thirty years old. He only made ten appearances in the Premier League last season. Yeah. Only two starts and only one goal. I think he played a little bit more in the Europa League, but again, not a lot. I know he didn't. Sorry, Conference League. Yeah, nine nine appearances, yeah. nine starts, two goals. He so he had a huge contribution. Yeah, huge contribution in the Conference League. In every single game, mostly. Yeah, but he played quite a lot. Yeah, but he's not played a lot in the league. He was benched for the final, benched for the semis, but he did play a lot in the early stages. Yeah, yeah. He's still he's still clearly a good player, and I think he can do a job for other Premier League sides, teams that aren't trying to win European titles yeah. and finish top 10 I think he could still do a job he could still do a job in, in a lot of the other top 5 leagues and he's yeah. only 30 so there is a lot of there's a lot of his career left he could still get another 5 Definitely. years of top flight football in maybe even more or he could go to Saudi or he could go to the MLS any of the above but Lanzini yeah good player but West Ham yeah. he's not what they need right now so uh, yeah I, I think I think they're right to let him leave yeah alright up next, 2024, the biggest contract of them all, Declan Rice. It's weird how similar this is to the Tottenham episode which went out yesterday. How that video was all focused around Harry Kane leaving. Today it's all about Declan Rice. Why is Rice so good? What makes Rice so good? He, he, he he's, he's, I find what I like, what makes, what sums it up brilliantly is, was it, is our grandsons of Roy Keane was there having this debate and one of those two said that Rice wasn't 
world like world class or he wasn't quality because to be a good midfielder you have to have three things and it was a, def- a defensive thing, an attacking thing, and then kind of an all round thing. Yeah. And I think whoever it was said that he only had one of them, to which he then pointed out where he thinks he's got all three. And I think he's right. You know, he he got goal contributions this year. He's yeah. brilliantly def- he's brilliant defensively, but he also does the job as a midfielder. Incredibly well-rounded, a great screen for the back four, but also someone that can play higher up the pitch if you need him to. He's a great passer of the play, a great dictator of the tempo, and can carry that ball forwards. I think that's a really underrated quality of Declan Rice, is that ability to pull, to pick up the ball in deep areas and just drive it forwards for teams. Really useful for West Ham this season, So, and obviously the last few years. His contribution is going to be missed quite yeah. a lot because he is such a key player. There's a reason he's a mainstay in Gareth Southgate's England side. There's a reason everyone in the Premier League is pushing to sign him yeah. this year. There's a reason everyone's been pushing to sign him over the last few years. But for West Ham, I think now is the right time. Oh, they are making the right decision to sell him now rather than losing for a free next year. I think he's achieved all he can with the club. He's won a Conference League. Yeah. I don't know. If they, I don't think they could have asked much more of their young lad. Of course. Yeah, someone who's been with them since he was 16, I want to say, something like that. But yeah, yeah, he came through, he's done really well. I think now is the right time to move him on. He's only got a year left in his deal and you're still getting £105 million. Crazy, crazy. I mean, that is just superb. as good as he is, that is a lot of money. I think it's justified. Oh, 100%, 100%. But I think for West Ham... I think it's 100% justified, I do think it's justified. it's, it's, It's a massive loss, losing him, but the money you're going to get off him... That's pretty good. That's the thing which people seem to forget is they look at the £105 million price tag and they say, well, he's not worth that. And I think when they say he's not worth that, they mean to the buying club. But to the selling club, he's worth that and double that. Oh, yeah, so the West Ham is probably worth £200 million. Because for £105 million, for all the money on the world, in the world, West Ham can't sign a rice replacement. Because there is no single person who West Ham can get who does the same thing Declan Rice does. They have to, but they can sell multiple players, of course. He's going to be a way to replace him, but you can't get a direct replacement. He does exactly what Declan Rice does. So he is so crucial to West Ham. They have got options, though, and we're going to discuss today. But in terms of his contract, sell him now. Yeah. A couple of other players. There's loads of contracts to explore in 2024. We'll run for them now. First up, uh, for the next of which is Thomas Suchek. A really poor season this season for Thomas Suchek. He was was. revered by West Ham fans and David Moyes in particular. Of course, the manager in the season before in their Europa League run. He's a very tall midfielder, good midfielder, loves to get on the end of crosses, loves to crash the box, sometimes gets involved with the goals. This season, though, he's looked erratic, he's looked error-prone, he's looked off the pace. Do you think there's a chance he gets back to his best next season or is it better to cut your losses now? I'm caught in two minds because he's saying a really poor last season, but I think losing Rice this year and if they were to lose Suchek next year they've lost that brilliant pivot that played so well last season two seasons ago that's pretty big for me my question is how much of that is a pivot and how much of that is Rice is so good it doesn't matter who you play alongside him yeah but if you even look at Suchek's goal contributions to you know last year from, from corners he's an absolute weapon yeah 21-22 he had a really I, impressive campaign a lot of people putting him in their FPL teams yeah I feel maybe give him a couple of months, give him the first couple of months of the season, and then okay. you either re-sign if he's doing well, or if he's not, you should, I think you've got to let him run out. Yeah, I just I think with the Declan Rice money, you're going to be looking at a midfield overhaul this summer. I would consider letting Suchek leave, but 
he is a player who David Moyes likes. We've seen yeah. always in David Moyes' teams that he has that one player, a really tall central midfielder who can score goals, who can get stuck in, who's imperious. That is what Suchek does. We saw it at Everton and then Manchester United with Mauro and Fellaini. We're seeing it now with Thomas Suchek. He does really love that profile midfielder, so he would have to replace yeah. him. I think there's options out there, but yeah, for me, Suchek, you can probably let him go this summer. Yeah. Definitely. Up next, Pablo Fornells. I think this is a very different answer. I really like Pablo Fornells. I think he's a really, he's good. really exciting young player. Well, not really young anymore, but he was when they signed him. For me, he's not done enough yet for West Ham. No, he hasn't. But he's done enough to um, earn himself a new deal. You definitely. And with Lanzini leaving, he can become your mainstay in that hmm. in that kind of attacking midfielder role or out wide. I was going to say, I would probably play him on the left. Because he is, yeah. he's right foot, I believe. Might be wrong there, but he, yeah, I think he plays off, off the, yeah, he, he does play off the left, he's right foot. To be fair, he's only 27 a, still, yeah, so exactly. there's a good few years left I in him. I think he's a definite resign. I think he's a really talented player. Yeah. Really, really talented player, great creator, good goal scorer, loves to get involved. I think he's a really good technical player as well, something which mm. West Ham don't really have many of. Yeah. Which doesn't always fit, because if you look at John Lucas Gamaka this season, that hasn't really worked, but no. for now, because he's out wide, he can use technical ability without being too affected by the way Moyes likes to play football. So I think he provides adequate cover to Ben yeah. Rama, or well, a really nice competition for that left wing role. He can also cover in attacking midfielder. Though I'd like to see Lucas Paqueta really mm. kick on next season. But for me, for now, is more than adequate to play on that left wing. A really talented player. Yeah, but yeah. Up next, Ben Johnson. Similar, similar. I'm a big fan of Ben Johnson. Yeah. De- again, definitely resign. He's had a brilliant untake on the Euros. Uh, he, he, yeah. had a, he had a good season last year and West Ham's like struggled. He's strong defensively, but he can do a job going forward. He's you know in that three back, five back that they play. He works really well. Yeah, I swear I remember him signing a new contract, but according to the list I found, his contract his contract expires in twenty twenty four. If he hasn't signed one already, go out and sign him a new one yeah, as quickly as possible. He's only twenty three years old, a really great right back, great mm. young right back. Mm. Probably won't play much for the England men teams, but that's not a poor reflection on him, more a great reflection on how good the right back tech yeah, is in the England mental, team. So, yeah, really good player. Would I would like to see him start a lot more for West Ham next season. He can also cover left back as well, which I think helps him because that means he is that versatility is incredibly useful. The fact that he can cover both full backs in case of emergency. He's a really talented footballer. Yeah. Really, really talented footballer. So yeah, for me it's it's an obvious keep. Vladimir Sufal. I think you can afford to let him run down his contract. He's another one who had a really weird season last year. Like he was stunning the campaign before, but this the season that's just gone, I don't know really. He just didn't seem to be at his best. He, again, similar to Suchek, he looked mm. a little erratic, a little error prone. He still put up some decent numbers, but overall, he, his performance levels definitely declined. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what we do. I mean, he is thirty now. He has hit that thirty yeah. threshold. But yeah, he's gone down from four assists in the campaign before to just one in the season mm. we've just seen. I don't know. He's just not contributing as much as he used to be, but he can still do a job. So I'd keep him around yeah. for a year. Maybe if you if you see a, him return to what he was doing the season before last, then you re-sign that. But he is 31. He's 30, sorry, he will be 31 by the time you're renewing that contract. I think it just makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And especially you've got Ben Johnson. So you, you don't need yeah. you, know, you don't need two starting wing backs. I think you can you can bring in a, someone to cover Brendan Johnson. 
Um, yeah, then re-sign a new right back yeah. next year, yeah. But for me, let's see if I run his contract. If he does really well, you keep him around. Mm-hmm. Also expiring in 2024 is Mikel Antonio. Ooh. I don't really know what to do with Antonio, because I think he, he is a good footballer, but is he Premier League quality? Or is he West Ham quality? I think he's another one you could probably afford to let him go. It's a bit of a weird situation, because I don't think... I mean, it's quite obviously Skamak has not worked his first season. And I think West Ham should seriously think about selling him, moving yeah. him on. Because he doesn't suit the type of football that Declan... Uh, not Declan Rice. That David Moyes wants to play. No, he'd turn around. <laughs> Declan Rice is imagine now. But Antonio, he is the stri- he is a, the mould of striker which Moyes really likes. Someone who will fight for scrap. Someone who will run out into wide areas and get the ball and, you know, get defended by the scruff of the yeah. neck and throw him around. Antonio is exactly what he, David Moyes likes in a striker. I think he's a fine backup. Yeah. Like, I think he's an absolutely fine backup. So for me, I would keep him and sign a new striker. Yeah. And let Skamaka leave. But probably, we'll get him to Sk- Skamaka yeah. later in the squad. Keep or sell. Yeah. Up next, Connor Coventry. I think you let him go. Really? I don't really think he's that good. Well, we've let Rice and Suchek go, so there's no midfielders left anymore. Yeah, but I still don't think Connor Coventry... I think Coventry's a decent player. I think he's a fine option as a fourth-choice central midfielder. Four, yeah, I suppose. Well, that's, I'm saying we bring you bring yeah. in some more midfielders, but I would not have him starting. No, I've nearly rated him. Yeah, he's only played one time this season. He was out on loan for most of the campaign. Second half of the campaign, he played 16 times for Rotherham. I don't know. He's, yeah, on, yeah. he's only 23. But I don't yeah, know. Good point. I think I was getting mixed up when I saved keeping between him and Flynn Downs. Very uh, different player. Anyway, Connor Commentary, yeah, actually looking at him, maybe you let him leave. Harsh. <laughs> but fair. Yeah. <laughs> up next, we have Lukasz Fabianski. I think, again, you can afford to let him go. My problem is not his quality, but his age. He's already 36, yeah. I want to say now. So he's definitely getting and on. West on Ham it. find themselves in a brilliant position where they have two goalkeepers. So both. Wow! Yes, let him go. Yeah. He was thirty-nine by the time his contract ends, and they're yeah. in a wonderful position where they already have another goalkeeper that is capable of starting. Ariola can take mm. the starting role. You bring in a backup goalkeeper. Everything's fine, and dandy. Yeah, Fabianski. He's a decent goalkeeper. He's had a really nice career. I, th- I love yeah. saying Poland goal whenever we watch him play. I don't think we'll be seeing much from next season. Though. No. You'd imagine they'll start to transition to having Alphonse Ariola as the number one. So I don't, uh, yeah, I think it is. Ti- I think it's time on Fabianski's career. Give him one last hurrah. One he's more done year. well. Oh, he's done well. Yeah, he's been a r- wonderful servant for West Ham yeah. since joining in 2018. 176 appearances in a, in a little wow. over five years. Yeah, fantastic servant for the club. Yeah. Still keeping eight clean sheets last season <laughs> is a remarkable achievement given how poor they were. At times, so for me, a, gr- a good campaign for Fabianski last year. I imagine that'll be his last as the main starting goalkeeper at West Ham, but yeah. still a decent campaign. Still a great guy, great player. Yeah, for me though, let him leave next season. All right. Yeah. And then two more names on this list: Angelo Ogbonna, who I don't think many West Ham fans no, will be too can, upset again, to see the back of. Probably selling the summer. He he was doing well. He's he didn't really play. Oh, to be fair, actually, he's played a lot more than I thought. 16 apprentices, 13 starts. Maybe you look at keep. He is 35, though. I think he's selling himself. He will be 36 by the end of the season. I think if West Ham are looking to progress as a club, you're probably looking at Ogbonna leaving. I don't know. Maybe West Ham fans have a much stronger affiliation with him, but from an outside perspective, mm. I don't think he's what West Ham need. 
back no, no. But he's clearly, you know, he's done well over the season. He's played a lot more this year than I actually thought he had. And I imagine he played a lot of conference league. Yeah, eight games in that. I imagine they're all the group games and the early knockout stages. Yeah. But still regular in that side. And that team went on to win something. So can't have been too bad. But yeah, not not what I don't not what I believe no. West Ham need for the future. No. And then finally on this list, it's a third choice goalkeeper. It is Joseph Anang. I think it's a third choice goalkeeper. Might be wrong no, there. He's, he's not on this list. Hang on, let me find him. Yeah, I don't know where it? he's yeah, gone. Where are you, Joseph? He might not even be on Footmoff. Here he is. Yes, he is a third choice goalkeeper, but he's been sent down to West Ham Academy on here. Yeah, let him go. He's not played for them. I don't know who he is. He is only. Oh, he's 23 now. Yeah, he's not going to be playing no. for West Ham anytime. Um, so let him. Yeah. Squad keep yourself. Let's look for the actual team. Let's discuss who should stay, who should go, who should be sent out on loan. And yeah, all oh, that's fun who stuff. Never put there again. We'll start with the goalkeepers then. We've already spoken about Fabianski, but Alphonse Ariola, is he good enough to be West Ham's starting goalkeeper? 100%. I, I think he's yeah. a brilliant keeper. He's already 30, by the way. Wow. I remember him he, just coming for a PSG. But he's now, old. I thought he's not old for a goalkeeper, but yeah. he is ageing. He, he was brilliant. Only five appearances last yeah, season. Yeah, but he's got in the league. Back keeper, isn't he? Two of which were starts. He, he got subbed on in three games. <laughs> How the cross does that happen? How many times is Fabianski getting injured? I don't know. But he was brilliant in the conference league. Yeah, how many minutes did he play? Strong conference league campaign. Yeah, 13 matches. That's all of them, yeah. I think. Can't play more than 13 yeah. matches in the conference league. Six clean sheets. Yeah. Not too shabby. 30 saves in 13 matches. Yeah. Not horrendous. No. Good goalkeeper. I think he will likely start for West Ham next season. Probably. He's maybe not the long-term solution. No. But, he's but a you good do keeper. need to bring in a backup keeper. Well, you could think about that next summer. Probably ask you yeah, this yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, right. Maybe find a third choice that's British mm. and fulfils that quota. Not that, Jack not that West Ham have a, you know, Jed Steer a deprived of English thing, people. Yeah. But, yeah. Jed Steer, yeah, sure. <laughs> Go for him. Yeah. But... Yeah, defenders then. Aaron Cresswell is the first on our list. He's a skip ready he's I'm, a leader. I am. I, I, I mean, you're right. He is both those things. Yeah. But I am torn. I, I certainly would not have him starting next season. No, I think you probably keep him around as a bit more of a figure. You're losing yeah. your, you're losing your Maybe actual captain, Rice. You need someone to step up as a leader, and you need to look at Aaron Cresswell. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think he's done well. I don't know. I thought he's older than 33, to be fair. Yeah, Maybe 33. he can start next season. I guess his contract runs out in 2025 or 2026. I certainly wouldn't be looking at buying left no. back because you've got Cresswell in there, you've got Emerson, you've got Cornet. And while we're at it, both of those are stays. Emerson, yeah, yeah. he's done well since, hasn't he, since joining Chelsea. Since joining from Chelsea, yeah. sorry. Yeah, so, good. He's a good pick-up. And then Cornet, I mean, he's not played Play. a load of football, Play but he could football. definitely do a job. Yeah, Emerson, 22 Premier League appearances, 16 starts. And Maxwell Cornet, while he is considered a forward, I would consider him a left back. I don't really know where he's played for West. Bench warmer. I've not really seen him play for West. Has he scored? Um, I don't know. Did not say. I don't know. He's not been. He's not really been playing at left wing though. Uh, at left back, sorry, he's more been playing at left wing. So maybe you don't consider Cornet a left back anymore. No, no, no. That's why he mainly played though for Burnley. So he could definitely do a job yeah, there. We've seen cool. that, but yeah, I don't know. Just not being not being used at left back anymore at West Ham. No. So yeah, presumably he's not a left back anymore. No. However, I would probably still keep him around. He's not really done a lot I'll for give West Ham. He's two starts, no contributions, fourteen appearances in all. Though, 
yeah don't know don't know really, really what you yeah. do with Corne probably no. keep him around for now Kurt Zuma okay he's a solid centre half mm, provided he doesn't boot any felines yeah does well does well I think he's yeah he's certainly matured since Chelsea yeah well. not for the cat incident alright <laughs> but everything else he seems a lot more mature at Chelsea he was a little erratic a little error prone but he's really good on the ball obviously so that, that makes now. sense he's a product of the Cobham Academy and yeah really good all round player well, not a product of the Academy but he's went through yeah, the yeah. youth stages but yeah I think for me he's yeah a, a really good profile Definitely. strong physical good on the ball only 28 got a good few years left yeah. of his prime so yeah, definite keep. Twenty five appearances last season for the Hammers. He, considering he spelled, he was on the sidelines for a bit of last year, I think. Yeah. And yeah, he's had, I think solid. Was it this year he booted? No, he booted the year, season before, yeah, right? Last year. Then he missed some games for that. But yeah, yeah, I still think he's a good player. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tilo Kera. I think he, in a bad. He had a tough start. Yeah, he had a really he's, he's tough struggling. start. I th- I've, didn't give away a penalty his I was going to say I think he scored no goal and gave away a pen or something like that on his tape yeah. yeah they lost 2-0 to Brighton I think he gave away a pen but I don't really know what's the easiest way of showing of seeing that yeah he did oh yeah there's a yellow card and then a penalty two minutes later yeah gave away a penalty his debut since then though he's looked a little more solid I think yeah, yeah for me a clearly he's a really good rotation he's option he's time to adapt can cover a centre half can cover yeah. it right back Still a little bit of error proneness, and I think that's why he's no longer at PSG. But yeah, <laughs> can cover both positions. He's fine. He's yeah. harmless. Yeah, he's, right. he's not yeah. starting for any games, yeah. but he can definitely do a job as a backup. Yeah. Nef Aguard. I mean, also he got injured, didn't he, midway through the season, which really hurt his first training campaign. Yeah, and I think this this was a shame because I was really excited to see him, and when he did play, he was really good. Yeah, he did look solid. He was really good, and I think he'll continue to be really good because he is a great centre half. He yeah. did really well uh, before when he was at Wren, and yeah, I wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised to see him start for West Ham for years to come. Only twenty seven. Aguard and Zuma could form a really yeah, good partnership yeah. there. I think he's a really good player. Again, fits the profile that. David Moyes likes from a defender. Yeah. Tall, physical, good on the ball. Yeah. Very good. Ticks all the boxes. Ben Johnson was spoken about and on to the midfielders then. There's not many because most of them are leaving on a, on a free. Yeah. Going to expire next season or they don't exist because they only have three midfielders and then a so couple of attacking midfielders. But yeah. Uh, so, so we've already spoken about Suchek but Nikola Vlasic. What a, weird. what a shit show, really, for the transfer. He was out on loan at Torino where he made 34 appearances, scored five assists. I six. would sell him. Would you? Yes. Would you not see your way back to the first team? No. He had a really good campaign, though, last season. At Torino? Yeah. I'd still sell him. Okay. I don't think he's very good. I think he's a good player. He just struggled to adapt to the Premier League. Yeah. But if you can recoup some of the money you spent on him, I guess it's not been a horrendous deal. No. But you've lost money. He didn't really play well when he did play. And he didn't play much at all. Only yeah. 19 appearances last season. That was his debut campaign. He didn't really play other than that. So, hard to judge. But he did well yeah. to Arena this year. Maybe they'll look at taking him on a permanent. But if they're looking to recoup anywhere near, I think they spent £25 million on him. Yeah. They're going to be, well, lucky to even get 15 So, yeah. Declan Rice has spoken about already. Lucas Paqueta. Another really good signing that just didn't really work out. He really struggled to adapt, but he has played well at times. There's clearly a really quality player there. 
you just you need to integrate it more and more into the side, getting more comfortable with the league. But still, yeah. 28 appearances, four goals, three assists. It's not the worst no, debut no, Premier no, League campaign yeah. I've ever seen. In a team that played really poorly as well, that isn't bad. And he was particularly impressive in the Conference League final, of course, oh, picking up goal. an assist in that game. So yeah, for uh, obviously the winning goal, that's, that's quite that's quite goal, decent. Yeah. But yeah, I think he's a really good player, and I think yeah, he's a type of player you build a team around. Hundred. He's a great creator, good goal scorer, and just a really exciting player to watch whenever yeah. he's on the pitch. Again, though, it feels like West Ham's recruitment isn't. They don't think. They just no. buy good players. Because mm. their recruitment is really decent. Like Skamaka's a great player, Paqueta's a great player. But they play for David Moyes. Like, Moyes' system at West Ham has not been intricate football. It's not been beautiful no. football. It's been smack it along and let's hope Antonio scores. Because we've got nothing else. Daniel Royce, Royce plays out of yeah. Bowen, Bowen scores. Yeah, and the season before, yeah. yeah. Let's hope Jared Bowen scores. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. But hopefully... Yeah. Because he's got all these technical players, he actually starts playing some technical football. Yeah. Maybe then there's a route for Skamaka back. But mm. yeah, route back for Skamaka. Up next, Flynn Downs. I had my reservations about Downs when he joined at the start mm. of the season. I think a lot of people did, but he had a really good campaign. Yeah, definitely keep. Uh, he can build on last year. Yeah, 21 appearances, 7 starts. He's more than adequate backup. I think the midfield yeah. is an area you need to invest in heavily. I understand. But overall... Good player, can do a job as a backup. Mm. I don't think there's many West fan, fans desperate for him to leave. There's already no, enough no. going on in the midfield, enough rotation yeah. there this summer, enough transition period that they can probably do with just keeping one of their midfielders. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Into the forward area then, we've spoken about Antonio, but we haven't spoken about Danny Ings. Danny Ings is a really interesting footballer. I think he's I think he's he good. Is. I think he's really good. I thought yeah, he's not really done a lot since joining West Ham. Eight goals this season. I think the vast majority of them were for Aston Villa. Only yeah. three goals in 22 appearances since joining in January. But he is a good striker. I was like, do you start him next year? No. But uh, he's a perfect bench striker. You can come on, get a goal. Yeah, two bench strikers. What's the problem with that? Yeah, true. You can send them both on. That's really terrifying. Oh. But yeah, the fact he played 35 times last season, only 15 of which were starts. Yeah. Says a lot about his campaign. I know a lot of that was at Aston Villa, of course, where he wasn't starting. What Watkins was starting, and then yeah, Ings no. was getting subbed in. So, well, not to Gerard. He tried to play Ings and Coutinho and all that, but up front. yeah, didn't really work. But yeah, I think for me, Ings a good footballer. There's no real need to let him leave. He only joined six months ago. A bit harsh to then try and turn him out the door immediately. Yeah. But yeah, Ben Rama, Saeed Ben Rama, baller. Absolutely he is a baller. really good footballer, but it, I don't know. I think he's magical. Mm. He's just not really done a lot enough for West Ham. Like, six goals, three assists. It's fine numbers. Mm. It's not going to earn you a move to Manchester City, but it's adequate. I think, for me, a lot of players' seasons have been taken by how poor West Ham have been. This is before he yeah. put out 14 contributions in 32 games. I look at that as a really good, successful campaign. Yeah. I think if West Ham are up there playing good football everyone, there's a good feel factor around the club a lot of confidence in the side I think they do well next season mm. and they've got a lot of players that seem to to thrive when the team's doing well but go missing when the team's doing badly so yeah. that is a concern because they could be shy again but you just got to hope the team do well yeah. and I think yeah. they should there's no reason they should have as many struggles than you know the trials and tribulations that they went through last season I think they will be much better this season in a much better yeah. position but you can never be sure, and that's always going to be a bit of a fear. Yeah. But yeah, and then up next, it's Jared Bowen. 
the penultimate player on this list that we haven't spoken about. He's a really talented footballer. He is very good. I think he was overhyped, though. I think his 21-22 campaign was very much overhyped. A lot of people were, you know, saying, oh, he needs to move to one of the big sides, and he's, a, yeah. you know, one of the best players in the league. He had a good campaign. He scored a lot of goals. I think he got, well, we could have a look. He scored 12 and got 10 assists, which is mm. very impressive numbers. This season, he's tapered off a little. Six goals, five assists. Really but yeah, in a side that were really bad, he was a shining light. And I think next season, if you bring in a couple more creative players in that midfield, because the midfield is very stagnant. I mean, yeah. Rice is a good creator. Suchek runs about a bit. So if you can bring in someone that's a really good creator, then that's a positive. You know, then that can have a real positive effect on Jared Bowen. And if Bequetta's playing well and more often yeah. and better, then yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he can provide him with a lot of chances. Gianluca Scamacca. Sell. I really like Scamacca, but he's not the right fit. Yeah, and I think fair. West Ham just need to realise that and move him on. He's only played 16 times this season. He still scored three goals. I think that shows his quality. Yeah. But Scamacca, as Antonio said himself, Scamacca's not a Moises type striker. No. He's not someone who can feed off the scraps. He's not someone who will be running into the channel to try and chase no. off every ball. He's a very elegant footballer. Yeah. If you get what I mean by that. He's, he's a very, very serious striker. He's not a serious striker. No, I would say he's. He's a Pep Guardiola type striker. He's someone who loves the ball to his feet. Someone that loves to, you know, drop in and pass it around. I think he'd be a good fit at Tottenham, to yeah. be fair, if they were continuing to play with that Harry Kane type striker. But, yeah, I think for me, Skamaka is a really good forward. And we, we saw that at Sassuolo. That link up yeah. with Raspadori in the Serie A last season was really impressive. 16 goals in 36 games speaks for itself. But he hasn't done enough this season. No. And for £40 million, you can't, you know... I mean, they've not played him, but he's not done anything. So, I don't know. What, no. What'd you do? What'd you do? You sell him. Probably, yeah. But yeah, that summarises that then. I'm sure there'll be West Ham fans that definitely disagree with us. But yeah, uh, if there's any, if you do disagree, then please do leave some constructive feedback. There's mm. some great comments, particularly on the Brentford episode. There's some really good ones on there. And, and on the Nottingham Forest episode. Got a load of nice comments on there, on there as well. So yeah, if you do have any thoughts on what we've said so far, then please do leave them in the comments. But moving on then... To some improvements. Now, these are going to be the ones that people disagree with even more, probably. Yes. <laughs> Got a couple of suggestions for how to rebuild and reconfigure this West Ham side. Firstly, I want to start with the sort of budget I'll be looking at. I've said West Ham could be looking at 180 million Ooh. as a budget. Obviously, rice incoming. I know they may not put all of that towards the transfer kitty, but say they did, 105 million. I think then a couple other sales, Skamaka, something like that, someone yeah. like that, you know, Suchek as well, maybe. I think you can quickly get up to that. Plus, obviously, West Ham are not a club in a dire financial no. situation. They have got quite a bit of backing. So that's the budget I've given here. And I think I've picked out some good options. So I think that, so areas we want to target then, some defensive options. They've only really got yeah. Keira, um Zuma and Aguard as the centre-halves. That's it. So definitely yeah. need another centre-half in there because I think they will move up on or on. Even so, Probably. that would only leave them with four options. Mm. That's not ideal. Uh, then I think some midfield, obviously, you need to replace Declan Rice and I've got a load of different options there. And then what you do with the rest of that money to make sure you've got a nice midfield, nice balanced midfield. Yeah. 
uh, to, including a attacking field. I think they could do with someone to give some competition to Paqueta. Yeah. And then on the wing, I think, and uh, you know, a rotation option with Jared Bowen because there just isn't one in this squad. No. And then a forward, someone to replace Gamaka if you were to let him leave. Right. So we'll start at the back then. I think as a defensive option, someone who has been linked to the Premier League for years, Jonathan Tarr. He's just a really solid player. He is very solid and experienced as well. He brings a wealth of experience. Yeah, yeah. He's played for by Leverkusen for a for a while now. Of course, I just want to get up his exact statistics. But yeah, he's uh, he's done really well. He's he's, a, he's exactly as same as same as Zuma and Aguad. That same profile, yeah. strong, physical, good on the ball. For me, it just makes a whole lot of sense. He's been at Via Leverkusen for eight years. Wow. You know, loyal. But so, yeah. 27 years old, he's still got something to offer. He's only 27. Wow, he is only wow. 27, yeah. Pretty so, yeah, could definitely, could definitely offer that. And I don't think he's got long left on his contract either. I can't remember when it expires, but I will just have a look. I'm fairly sure, though, his contract expires soonish. Yeah, 2025. So, only two years left of the deal. Bayer Leverkusen may be looking at that as going, well, if we can pocket £20 million this summer, we take that. Yeah. So, I think around that £18, £20 million mark, Tar's a good, good, good yeah. option. Yeah. Up next, Edson Alvarez looking into the midfield oh, now. Wow. This yes. would be a ridiculously good pickup. Very hard to pull off. Mm. And that's why I've got a couple of options as well. But if you can, around that 40, 50 million, I know Ajax I... may ask for more because it's Ajax and that's what they do. But I, d- I think you can do it. I think you can pull this off if you really want to. Maybe you sacrifice bringing in loads of midfielders just to get this, you know, one through the door. Maybe it costs a little more than you expect. But. For me, he is really quality. I mean, that would be them really use, like, utilising that pull of the Europa League. Yeah, it helps, obviously, he can cover at centre-half as well. Yes. So to that effect, maybe then you don't need someone like a Jonathan Tarr because Alvarez can cover in there. I just think he's a really talented footballer. He does yeah. a very similar thing to Declan Rice. He can carry that ball forward. He's very tenacious, really good at covering that back line. I think, for me, he makes a lot of sense. He Definitely. can just... Oh, sorry, not cover, shield I that back line. But, yeah, I think he's a good player. Definitely. Then there's some other options midfield. The first of which is Dennis Zachariah. Oh, I think around that thirty million pound mark, it is a bit of a gamble. And I have got some other options as well. Well, actually, twenty million. I would say probably not thirty million, but yeah, he is is Premier League proven. Juventus need money, so you can get a bargain there. And he proves he's capable of being at the top. Yeah, plays the Champions League. I think he's a really good footballer. I think if you give him that shot, you give him actual regular game time. He might. You know, actually and for him, he, he'd be happy to back, come back to the Premier League. He'd be happy to play for anyone. Yeah. Like, he's been to Juve where he played about six minutes, and then he got loaned to Chelsea where he played eight, and now he just wants to play some football, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, he was, he must have been buzzing when he got that free transfer to Juve. Yeah. Barely played there, got loaned to Chelsea, would have been buzzing. Barely played there. Harsh on him, hopefully he can get some actual minutes wherever he ends yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. Next season. Some other thoughts then. What do you think of James Ward Prowse? Ah. Uh... I'm one of those, I am very much a believer in the fact that James Will Prowse is very much overhyped because he can take a free kick or two. I do agree that he is a little overhyped, but I still think he's a really good footballer. He is. My worry would be the price tag. They've just been relegated. They have. They want £40 million right now. I think if yeah. you're getting towards the start of the season, you could definitely get over 30 Maybe even 25 that would be very lucky. That would be very it? lucky they got the 25, yeah. Because well, how are Southampton... If Southampton gets a deadline day, what are they going to do? They've got to sell him, really. Does he want to leave? Surely. Surely, Ward Brown. 15 free kicks in the, in the championship. Yeah, he could do that in the Prem, though, for West Ham and play in the Europa League. Yeah, he could. 
he's the type of player that can change your game. Yeah. For me, he just make, he would be a good option. But also, he is a captain. Yeah. He is a captain. He's a leader. He can, he's someone who can replace the figure that Declan Rice was in the dressing room. So for me, he makes a lot of sense. I just don't know. I don't know. It really depends mm-hmm. on how you want to yeah. compose your field. Because in the four two three one, I don't really know where he fits. He could play as well the two. Mm. I don't really know how I feel about him in a double pivot. You you could realise so as a middle uh, uh, midfield three. So you've got one base pivot who could be as an Alvarez, yeah. and then two more attacking players, Paqueta and Will Prowse. Something like that could really work nicely. But yeah, so I think he could be a great option around that thirty mil mark. Mm. But if it's any higher, forty million, I think it's better options out there. And one of which is it called Palacios? I think he his versatility his versatility is exactly what West Ham need. He can yeah. play as a defensive midfielder. He can play a little higher as a central midfielder, which is where he's best. Or he could even play as a attack midfielder if you really need him to. So, I think that could be really useful. He's also a very good player. Like yeah. this is, that is quite useful. He's a very good player. Great passing range. Good tackle numbers. Good interception numbers. I think he is just a, a you know very similar to what Rice does as well. That was a sort of yeah. profile very similarly. Declan Rice loves carrying that ball forward, loves to get involved with the tackle, good range of passing as well. I think he can work as a DM. He's a little mm. short for a defensive midfielder. Yeah. And I think that is a theme with all the players I've suggested, like Zachariah's not tall, no. neither is Edson Alvarez. No, definitely not. <laughs> neither is General Proud. So height may be lacking. That's all right. But the next option is someone who could have a bit more height. Scott McTominay. He's very tall. They're not play- By the way, I'm not. these are just suggestions... Um, yeah. For me, I, my idea would be to bring in Alvarez, to bring in Palacios, and then either Zachariah or Prowse. But I'm yeah. just sort of throwing out some other options. What would you think of a Scott McTominay? I think it would be brilliant. For me, he's that Marouane Fellaini, isn't he? Yeah. He's that Thomas Suchek. He's tall, he can get in the box, he can score goals. We've seen that. He scored a brace against yeah. Spain. We could do that. that. Imagine what we could do against Sheffield United away. But, yeah, for me... He's a good player. He is the sort of guy that Moyes will like. I think Moyes... Did Moyes bring him into the first team setup? I think Probably. he might have. Yeah. If it was either him or... And they're both Scottish. The guy after him. Right, yeah. But yeah, they are both Scottish. That does help. I'm sure. But yeah, I think for me that would make a lot of sense. Another option then, if you want to bring in another attacking midfielder, if you don't bring in Palacios, you could cover there. Um, or a left winger, so you can play four nows in the field. Yeah, Lovro Meyer, Croatian, plays for Ren at the moment. Put up some really good numbers last season, um, but you know, unproven in this league. A, a lot of the suggestions I've said are, but I think he's a good player. I think he's a really good player. It's yeah. just about how much you trust Paqueta. Because if you think Paqueta can start every game and do well, you don't really need a tackle fielder. But yeah, as an option, sure. Lover and I could definitely be that, and you'd still fit yeah. within that budget I gave myself. So, yeah, yeah it's a, if you're choosing between a Maya or a War Prowse, definitely go for that War Prowse for me. But as a bit more of a budget option, you, you can probably get around 15, 20 million. Yeah. I think Maya makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Out wide then, cover for Bowen. I didn't want to spend any money here. No. So I went to the free transfer bin, had a little look around. Reese Nelson. I've suggested him a lot throughout this throughout the summer we've been speaking about a lot of different clubs there were rumours he will sign a new contract I thought he had I don't know if he has has he, has he signed one I thought he had either way try and if he hasn't yet go and get you one you could loan him you could loan him if not look back in that bargain bit I don't know I haven't seen anything announced but I did hear rumours he will I resign or at least had. Arsenal were pushing to resign I mean it would make sense he's a good footballer 
Yeah. Very good footballer. So I wouldn't be surprised if Arsenal do resign. If he doesn't, though, pounce on that immediately. Yeah. But yeah. If not, you're going to have to go searching West Ham. Yeah, there's unlucky. wings out there. There are. There are. I did look at Habib... No, not Habib Diallo. Habib Diara at Strasbourg. Because they have two... Di- Diara and yeah. Diallo, both with Habib. The first name, I think. But he's a sentiment who can cover right wing as well. So I did look at him and he'd only be around £10 million. Pounds. Wing, he's... What do you mean? Who are you going to suggest? I think it's Diaby, but he's very much left wing. Well, Diaby can play both wings. I know Diaby is right-footed, right, right so he cuts inside, yeah. but if you want to play him as more of an out-and-out winger, which you can, that works. I think it's Bowen right-footed. No, he's left. Is he? Yeah. He scored a very good goal with his right foot then against Chelsea, I considering know. he's that was I his way. he's left-footed. Yeah, I think yeah. you might be right. Just going to have a look. Yeah, left-footed, fair enough. Do you so West Ham to go get Birch and Traore? Would it? Yes. Nah, that's too sensible. I think I would have said that, I would have said that, but now everyone wants to keep it. It'd be so West Ham to go sign some random right winger who happens to be from either Croatia or the Czech Republic or Czechia. I don't think I'll get crazy problems. Don't think customs are gonna let him in. But like David Neres. He constantly looks out of it though, so Yeah, where is Neres? He's a Benfica now. Oh yeah, yeah he is. He's doing well there, so yeah. I don't know, maybe if you can play him away, he's a good, good player. Like that is, that, they do tend to want Brazilians of pounds, Benfica. But yeah, definitely. It's like 100 million, I said. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about nice. right. Maybe you could look at what uh, Southampton again, though. Just thinking of relegated clubs at Samuel Adozi. Yeah. Unproven, but as a backup to Bowen. Yeah. Not the worst, yeah. not the worst idea. Or at Leicester, if you want. Mark Albrighton. But. <laughs> definitely uh, maybe Leeds Army Barnes they're a bit more uh, wrong wing also wrong wing I think Sarah's right footed and Stuart later. Dallas mm, right back <laughs> maybe right wing yeah. about 15 years ago no. yeah 5-10 years ago but yeah forward then the big cool and he's actually a player that I suggested yesterday Dusan oh. Vlahovic. Oh my god. This is the marquee sign. This is the signing which takes West Ham from being a club that might be able to compete with other teams to being one that should be in the Europa League spots. Yeah. Vlahovic is a great player, and you know the best thing about him? He's exactly what David Moyes wants. He is a scrappy striker. He is a player who is very physical. He loves to get in the air. He's very tall. He is very physical. Loves fight feeding off scraps. He he just makes a lot of sense. Just makes a lot of sense. Mm. Good at the ball at his feet as well. Excellent finisher. I think that often goes un, un you know, unrecognised because he is such a physical player that people, you know, look at that, don't really look at his great finishing yeah. numbers. He joined Juventus in January twenty twenty two. He's not had a great time since then, but you cannot forget his seasons before that. 21 goals in 2021. Then the first half of the campaign he was scoring for Fiorentina into that season with 24. Yeah. So, you know, he was prolific for Fiorentina. Even at Juve, he scored 23 goals in 63 mm. games. He's got 10 goals this season just by having a really tough season. Yeah. So, for me, he makes a lot of sense. You are going to face competition because Chelsea are interested, as are Tottenham. Mm. But he is the sort of signing which if you pull, get that over the line at around that £50-60 million pound mark... You do look like you can fight with the big dogs. Because yeah, you've lost yeah. a big player and West Ham need to make a statement. Because by selling Declan Rice they show that they're not a club in you know position of power. But if you bring in Vlahovic, if you start bringing in players like him and Alvarez, 
then you look like a club in a position of power because you're bringing in players that are targeted by other big clubs. Yeah, they're going West Ham. Yeah. So the yeah. sort of signs I've got to make. But yeah, do tell us whether you agree with our thoughts. Before we round off prediction time, where do you see West Ham being next season? Mid-table. So a slight, a move up, but not that Yeah, I, I don't think they'll get into Europe. I think it's too competitive. And so they'll be around that mid-tail dog fight with like with likes of Tottenham and that. I disagree with you. Really? With your statement they won't get into Europe. I think they're getting Champions League football. What? Do you want to know why? No. Because they're going to win the bloody Europa League. Oh, there we go. They're funny. coming back for your revenge. They lost the fight. Funny. They lost the semi-final two years ago they won the conference league now they're going to win the Europa League thought Roma couldn't win back to back, back, yeah. back, back and then they're going to win the Champions League no, and then they're going to think that David Moyes is better than Jose Mourinho they might think that in which case they would be delusional and wrong but they it's might not, well yeah. there's definitely not there is literally Who no Mourinho Mourinho he Mourinho. won the Europa League Moyes did, did nothing Moyes was crap <laughs> Anyway, that is everything for today. Moyes is not crap. No, he's crappy United. He was crappy United. Everyone was crappy. I think he's an exceptional manager. I think he's very good. He's definitely up there. He's one of the best Scottish managers all the time. Yeah. He's someone that, I don't know, I always thought just, when you're young, you just think, oh, you know, he's like like a Sam Allardyce, but actually he's a really, really interesting character. Um, As we saw, uh, he did a... If it wasn't for Sarah Ferguson, he probably would be the best Scottish manager of all time. Not all the time, sorry. Whoa. No, 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 I was time. about not, to not kick time, off. Not all the time. Yeah. Not all the time. Anyway. Like in the recent years. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the recent years. I think he just pips who else is Scottish. <laughs> I was about to say Brendan Rodgers. He's not even Scottish, uh, is he? He's Northern Irish, I think. Yeah. 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 He's, he's crap. <laughs> he is all. Isn't it going back Celtic? Yeah. Anyway, this is we've took a weird. You said we might be going Saudi as well. That was also. Like, I, I think he's going to go Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, no more Scotland. <laughs> anyway, that's everything for today. If you have enjoyed, please leave a like and subscribe. You're near around here. It massively helps us out. We are pushing for one uh, for two and two and a half thousand subscribers this year. We are currently on one point five six k. So if you could subscribe, that'd be massively Oof. helpful. Might be a little higher than yeah. that by the time this goes out. Get one point five. Fingers crossed. But. That is everything for today. Uh, yeah, please leave comments down below. It's love. Uh, we love hearing your feedback. You guys know a lot more about your club than we do. We are well aware of that. We will make mistakes. Like when we go, oh, this bloke crap. He's only played three times. And it turns out he broke his cruciate ligament like three weeks into the season. We just met, forgot to mention that. But yeah, we do miss things when doing the research for this. We try. So yeah, apologies. Apologies. We do try. Anyway, that is everything for today. Thank you very much for watching. And we will see you next time.